Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message on the subject of the man Christ Jesus. Jesus said in John chapter 12 that if he is lifted up, he will draw all men to himself. Today's message seeks to draw our attention to the most important man in time and eternity, the man Christ Jesus. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. The Bible says a greater than Solomon is the Lord Jesus Christ. I think of Solomon's wisdom when he had those two women that claimed that child was theirs, and he said, all right, cut it in half and give them each a half. And and, and the wisdom in that, when the, when the, when the woman who, who was truly the mother, she, she, she says, no, give it to her. And then right away, there's the mother. There's the mother. There, there's that wisdom. The Bible says a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. I think of when they came to Christ and tried to trip him up and asked him, is it lawful to give tribute to Caesar or No. Shall we give or shall we not give? But he, knowing their hypocrisy, said unto them, Why tempt ye me? Bring me a penny that I may see it. And they brought it, and they saith unto him, unto them, Whose is this image and superscription? Now, see, that, that question was crafted to trap him. Okay, if he says we pay tribute to Caesar, we're going to get the zealots mad at him. We're going to get... The, the loyal Jewish patriots mad at him because they hate paying taxes to the occupying Roman government. But if he says we don't have to pay taxes, then we can accuse him to the Herodians and get the Romans upset with him. They were trying to put him in a trap. Do you ever notice how many questions Jesus answered with a question? And they brought it, and he saith unto them, whose is this image and superscription? And they said, Caesar's. Jesus answering said unto them, render to Caesar the things which are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. And they marveled at him. They asked him what time. They said, by what authority do you do all these things? And they said, okay, I got one question for you first, and you answer that, and then I'll tell you by what authority I do this, the baptism of John. Was it from above or was it of man? We cannot tell. And he says, well, then, then neither tell I you by what authority. You just were not going to buttonhole him, folks. No man ever spake like this man. And then I think of the grace that he spoke with. Take your Bibles and go to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4 and, and, and the, the grace that was in his words, the graciousness of his words. The longer I go as a preacher, the more I, I strive for this. I, I remember when I was much younger. In fact, sometimes I listen to myself preaching when I was younger, and I, I have to admit there's times I wince. But, ooh, why are you doing that? I'm less impressed with volume as I am with, with graciousness story is told of a homiletics class 
where the guys were preaching their, their, first, their first message. But before they went to the pulpit, on the way up, they had to give the, the professor in the class a copy of the outline. Well, this one young man got his outlines confused, and he gave the professor his copy of the outline and kept the outline he intended to give to the professor. And in the margin, it said, point weak, shout here. <laughs> Think about that. You'll get that. Luke 4, verse 22, and all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, how could this be one of our crowd? That's effectively what they were saying. Is not this Joseph's son? You see, could this be one of Adam's fallen race? Could this be one of us? The Bible says, for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. I remember the day that he spoke grace to my heart. God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Never man spake like this man. Do you remember when he spoke those words of grace to your heart for the first time? Do you remember when for the first time the defenses finally fell, the barriers came down, and you received God's grace, and he spoke those words of grace to your heart? Never man spake as this man. I'd like for you to take your Bibles and go to Lamentations. The next book right after Jeremiah, the Lamentations of Jeremiah, over the demise of Jerusalem when Nebuchadnezzar came in and took the city. In Lamentations chapter 1, I just want to call your attention to one verse. No man ever spake like Jesus. But in Lamentations chapter 1, verse 12, the Bible says, Is it nothing to you, all ye that pass by? Behold and see if there be any sorrow like unto my sorrow, which is done unto me, wherewith the Lord hath afflicted me in the day of his fierce anger. No man ever sorrowed like Jesus. Do you know the shortest verse in the Bible is found in John chapter 11 at the grave of Lazarus. It's Jesus wept. And then later on, as he weeps over Jerusalem and says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and you would not. Behold, your house is left unto you desolate. No man ever sorrowed like Christ sorrowed. An intimate friend of Handel called upon him just as he was in the middle of setting the words. He was despised to music and found the great composer sobbing with tears. So greatly had this passage and the rest of the morning's work affected the master composer. Of course, Handel was the one that composed the Messiah, which is all Scripture. Scripture set to music on the first and second coming of Jesus Christ. You know, for the most part, people didn't bring Jesus their joys, but they brought to Jesus their sorrows. 
You know who came to Jesus during his earthly ministry? The diseased. Those that had disputes, doubts. Those that came with their fears, their dissensions, their questions, their misgivings, their unbelief, their sin, the demon-possessed. They came to Christ with their poverty. They came to Christ with their trick questions. The dregs of society came with their hunger, their thirst, and their needs. And so what did he get for all of that? He got their ultimate hatred on a cruel Roman cross. For the Bible says he came unto his own, and his own received him not. No man ever sorrowed the way Christ sorrowed. He said in Matthew 26, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful. Even unto death is the ordeal of his passion begin to unfold before his very eyes in the Garden of Gethsemane. And folks, if God's going to use us to any degree, I wish there were some way around it. I really do. I remember when I was in Bible school and I would hear things like this. I would, I would literally pray on the spot for an exemption. But if God's going to use us to be a blessing to a world full of sorrowing people, guess what we have to be acquainted with? Sorrow. Now, don't misunderstand. Men of sorrow need not be sorrowful men. But we're going to have to get acquainted with sorrow because our Savior was acquainted with sorrow. The Bible says he is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. The man of sorrows carried our sorrows. He thirsted that my thirst could be quenched. He hungered that I might partake of the bread of life. He drank of the dregs of my sin that God would remember my sins and iniquities no more. He was separated from his Father that God might remove my transgressions as far as the east is from the west. He wore the scarlet of my sin that I might be made whiter than snow. He bore up under my burdens that I might be made free. And you know what? That list is just the beginning. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message on The Man Christ Jesus. Fully God and fully man, Jesus Christ lived a sinless life and shed His blood on the cross to pay the price for the sins of every man, woman, and child, then was buried and rose again with victory over death itself. Pastor DeMichael reminded us today that while life presents many questions, ultimately the answers are found as we focus on Jesus Christ. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. 
Our address is Treasures of Truth, Care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching. Thank you.